once you accept that there's no such thing as perfection in the market, it's amazing what you can do. Traders that think they are going to be perfect are destined to fail because there's no such thing as perfect. So if you are, if you want to be perfect and you think you can be perfect, you're going to fail trying to achieve perfect because there's no such thing as perfect. You're, you're, you're chasing a ghost. I don't think you can chase perfection because perfection doesn't exist. How can you chase something that doesn't exist? I guess you can chase it, but it, it's, a, it's a waste. So I don't think you can chase perfection in something where there is no perfection. The markets are imperfect. There's no such thing as, imperf in, as perfection. Now, you can chase perfection within your plan. You can chase perfection within your process. Well, here's the thing, there, there, but there is what is what is perfect. How, how can we define perfect in the market? What, what would be a definition of, of perfection in the market? Let's let's walk this backwards. Let's start by defining what would perfect be. So no, no losing trades ever, I see 100 percent win percentage. Would that be perfect? I guess it has to, right? One hundred, you never lose a trade would be perfect, right? Is there any other definition that we can use other than never losing a trade? And again, I'm asking you guys. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I guess, yeah. If we're doing outcome based, that that would be perfect. Now. I don't I don't want to entertain the 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 question of is it possible to never lose a trade because it is it is possible. I think I think that is I think it's possible to win 100% of the time. However, possible doesn't necessarily mean profitable. So is that still perfection? If you win 100% of the time, or if you try to win 100% of the time, but it's not necessarily a profitable system, is that really chasing perfection? And in, in, in reality, is it realistic to think that you'll win 100% of the time? Have, have any of your systems that you have backtested, have any of them won 100% of the time? No. So therefore, none of your systems are perfect. Now, how many of you guys have profitable systems? Who has a profitable system that they're either trading or, or have backtested? few of you. So it's profitable, but it's not perfect. Now, if we take the system that you backtested, 
and I'm all about adding filters and adding tweaks and, and try to trying to trade your system as efficiently as possible. I think that's the goal, right? We talk about stuff like maximum favorable excursion, maximum adverse excursion, right? Keeping your losses, keeping your stop loss as tight as possible, but also giving yourself enough room to breathe so you don't get stopped out too early. Maximizing your target to the point where you can get the most out of each winning trade, but not having them too far away that you get greedy and you give you give up money chasing more, right? You can make, make all the filters in the world, which many of you have done, but have you created a, a perfect system? Well, here's the thing, George. You said, George said, for example, I'm chasing the perfect body. Will I ever get it? What's the perfect body? I just don't believe in the word. I mean, in, in certain statistical things, yes. Like you can be a perfect free throw shooter in basketball, meaning you never miss a shot. That would be perfect result-wise. I don't think that's possible with the human body because everyone has an imperfection. I mean, if you think about it, none, none of us are perfect. None of us are perfectly symmetrical. Any of you guys have a mole anywhere, right? Isn't that a small imperfection? Do you have a single hair out of place? That's a small imperfection. The only one that could be perfect is maybe what? What's that, the girl that spent millions of dollars on plastic surgery to make herself look like a real life Barbie doll? Maybe that's it, but that's, yeah. I don't know if I'd call that perfect, but I think she thinks she's perfect. But going back to trading, it's it's I don't I don't think we should chase perfection because I don't I don't think we know I don't think perfection is is necessarily a good thing. I don't think it's realistic. Again, if we had to define perfection, the best definition that we can come up with is never losing a trade. I don't think that's possible in a profitable way. I think it's possible, but I think I, I don't think it would be it's funny. I think I don't want to say you'd be yet you would be less profitable. Because I guess if you never lose a trade, you would never have a drawdown. But I think you would have much more risk going for a 100% perfect trading strategy versus trading a different way. Because I would assume that if you're, if you're going for a 100% perfect trading strategy, you're either doing two things. You're taking very small targets so that you get out of the trade so it counts as a win but you're not really making any profit off of it or you're trading without a stop loss and you're allowing the market to put you deep in the debt and you're hoping and praying that it returns to profit one day. One of those deals where it's like the market can't fall forever and when you have that attitude you're only one giant dip away from blowing your account and hitting margin call. So I think if we're going to chase perfection, I think we should chase perfection within our strategy. So if you have, which would mean not making mistakes, chase perfection within the process. Have a mistake-free month. 
have a month where I take all what I consider to be good trades. I think that's perfect. Because we, the difference is we can't, I gave the example of like a foul shot in basketball, right? That is something that we have full control over. We have 100% full control over how we shoot and if the ball goes in the hoop. We don't have full control over the markets. So we can be perfect in execution, but imperfect in results. Right? Imagine shooting that same basketball on an outdoor court and a pigeon just happens to fly and, and hit the ball right before it goes in the, uh, the hoop. Is that your fault? Did you not execute the process perfectly and some outside element affected your trading? Or your, your foul shot? Would we still consider that imperfection? Yeah, probably not. The process was still perfect. It was just dumb luck. And if you've been in the markets for any good time, you know that it's a whole bunch of dumb luck. Trump comes out and tweets this. News comes out and says, oh, war with blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I mean, so... I like the concept of chasing perfection. I think we just need to redefine what perfection is. And I think perfection should be process-based, perfect process versus perfect outcome. And I think so many traders out there are chasing the perfect outcome. And you're just going to lead yourself to frustration because you're never going to get it. Never going to get it, 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 never going to get it. Go ahead, sing the last part. And what happens is when you never get it, it's just going to lead to frustration and it's going to lead to system hopping, right? I need to win more. I must change systems. And then you, you start the cycle all over again. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Because it sounds weird to say don't, don't chase perfection. But yeah, it's, it's perfection, quote unquote perfection, isn't necessarily a, a I don't want to say it's a good thing. I just don't think it's realistic. In, in trading, realistic in other things, in trading. Last is from what I tested, I'm looking to be a 50% trader or slightly higher. And it's funny how so many traders poo-poo that. You're going to get laughed at if you, if you go brag about that on the internet. You, you know how long I got laughed at, guys? I still get laughed at today, not as much. But you get laughed at for, for saying you're a 50% trader. I don't know why. I, well, I know why. I did a podcast on why. We, we're, we're caught up over win percentage. So much. It's pride and ego. That's why. We're caught up over win percentage. We're, we're conditioned higher win percentage better, right? Higher score in a test better. One day they will realize 
how little your win percentage actually means. One day. But I understand why they think like that. I thought like that too, I'm sure. You win, hey, you win more, you make more, right? Correlate it. Win more, make more. Win more, make more. But when you guys go through your trading the right way, you start to see that it doesn't mean as much as you once thought. You go through your back testing, and you're like, man, I'm only winning 40% of the time. That stinks. I know this is going to be a losing system. And you look at your end result and you're up big, and you're like, huh. Wait a minute. But that's the path of trading. You got to you got to learn that lesson. You got to learn that lesson on your own by doing the work and you got to have that that light bulb moment. And once you have that light bulb moment, you kind of change the perspective on things. It just opens up. Uh, it's it's an, it's an amazing feeling. It feels again, it feels like you're in the matrix because you're you're comfortable now. You're comfortable with winning 50% of the time. And you've accepted that. And now when you take a trade and you lose two trades and you win two trades, instead of being upset, you're like, hey, this is fine. I won more of my two wins than what I gave back on my two losses. I'm going in the right direction. And then that whole belief cycle thing kicks in. Belief action results, belief action results. George says, I'll take 40% and profit over 90% in a blown account. Yeah, me too. And there are traders that do that. There are traders that win 90% of the time and lose money. And they don't see any type of red flag. They just make up excuses. I'm not trading good enough. I got to get up to 95%. No, you don't. There are some other glaring red flags there that you, you just overlook. But it feels good. You get to take a screenshot and share your stuff on Instagram. You get to brag and be the big man or big woman in the trading form because that's what matters in life. Right? It matters that our peers give us likes and taps on the back and thumbs up. That's the real win. I'm about making profit. I don't know about you guys. I'm about making profit. Bottom line. I don't care how I get there. I just want the profit. Who cares if it looks good? Who cares if you think I'm a super trader? <laughs> Can't go broke taking profit. Until you do. <laughs> Until you do. I love that. Akil, you can't go broke taking profit. Sure you can. Sure you can. Go ahead and take your profit. What happens when you take that big loss that eats up all that profit? Now you're broke. The 40% is so hard to trade. For some. For some. And that's why, you know, for me, I always say win percentage doesn't matter. It does matter to a point when it gets to the, the, the point where it's going to cause you to make a psychological mistake. That's where it matters. And for each of you of tra as traders, that level is going to be, going to be different. Who, who, who in here would consider themselves to be a very disciplined trader? 
like rugged, hard-nosed, military, I follow rules, that's all that matters. Anybody? Yeah. Those type of traders, they can probably be 30% and still win and, and, and be comfortable as long as they're making money. I'm more, I would say once I would dip under 40, and it's different now, I wouldn't know now because I don't typically do that, um, but just knowing myself, I would say that once, once I dip under 40%, if I were to dip under 40% consistently, and again, I'm very disciplined now, so it's hard, I, 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 I'd probably stick with it, but let's say the, the, the me growing up, the, the younger middle of the road trader Akil. That would probably be, probably be the level where I start making mistakes once I'm under 40%. Because that means out of every 10 trades, I'm winning like, I'm winning less than four. I can certainly see or could have seen myself like getting frustrated and, and taking targets early just to, just to feel the joy of, of getting a win. You need that. I, I would need that. So, you know, there, there's a limit to everyone. At the same time, you can have someone like my mentor, Jason Stapleton, right? Incredibly disciplined. Does not make mistakes. Or very rarely makes mistakes. I bet if he had a 20% system that, that produced a massive amount of profit, he can trade it without blinking an eye. I bet he can look at it and be like, look, it makes money. It's all that matters. Who cares about the win percentage? Where half of us would be flipping out. I just lost eight trades in a row. So it depends on you as a person. And some of you may need to win. I think uh, Jason Greystone's like this. He needs to win more than he loses. Jason Greystone, to, to stay psychologically sane, he needs to win over 50% of the time or he, or he becomes uncomfortable. Nothing wrong with that either. The point is you need to know yourself. And, and once you know yourself, you kind of know which way you should go. Right. If you, if you need to be a 60 percent trader, you, you probably don't want to be a trend trader. You're typically going to have a lower win percentage. So, um, Akil, am I wrong or you said that the other time you are now at 60 percent performance in your portfolio? Yeah, I was about 65 percent um, at the beginning of April. That number is, is going to drastically change at the end of this month because I've been on a losing streak. I haven't won or I've won a single trade in April, I want to say. I don't know about the first week. Maybe I won some in the first week. But at least the last the last two weeks, I think I've won like one trade, maybe lost like four or five. So I've been on losing streak, so it's going to dip down. But if you remember the video, what, what did I say? I tell you guys my range, right? When I'm hot, right? Caliente, right? When I'm hot, I'm at 65. When I'm cold, I'm at 45. And in the video, did I say that I'm doing awesome, guys? I've mastered the markets. I'm great. I'm going to hold this for the rest of the year. No. I was honest. I said, you know what, guys? Right? I'm, I'm, I'm shooting outside of myself right now. I've had a few pars. I've had a few birdies. Shooting good on the front nine. But I know those bogeys are coming. It's going to even out. I'm not a par golfer. 
And I said, a drawdown is going to come where it puts me back into my 55% area. And we'll see if this is it. But yeah, I fully expect that. It's not pessimistic thinking. It's realistic. I know, I know myself. I know my system. I know myself. I know my system. I know what I produce. I know what my system produces. I know the high range of my system. I know the low range of my system. Now, I, don't, I don't know what the markets will give me. The markets can give me an, an incredible year where patterns are, are, are knocking it out the park. But if patterns are knocking it out the park, my trend continuation trades probably are failing. Vice versa, if we have a very trending, trending year, my trend continuation trades are killing it. Yeah, it may be more profitable because of the extended targets, but now the patterns are probably failing. So win percentage-wise, it, it's gonna, it's, I'm going to be typically in the same range. I just, I, I know my system. My trading system is like, an, it's like a factory, guys. It's like an assembly line. I know exactly how many pieces of products a product should be produced each and every hour, each and every day. It's very predictable. Very predictable. And that's why I'm so confident in what I do. Because I just, I just, I know what I'm going to produce for the most part. Again, outside elements can take effect. I had a few power outages this year, which stinked and, and threw some monkey wrenches into things, but... You know, two or three trades out of the bigger hundreds of trades taken this year, not going to be that big of a deal. But stuff does happen. So it's not like I don't know my exact number. Stuff does happen. But I have a good idea of where I'll be at. Um, but the thing about this is that these results are in the past and we are trading in the future so we can never be sure. Correct. Yeah. We can never be sure. But I can tell you what, the market only does a certain amount of things and the past repeats itself. All the market does is repeat the past. It only has so many tricks. So if you, if you have a system that has historically worked in the past over different market conditions, and this is why I need to test different market conditions, you can make a very confident prediction that it's going gonna, it's gonna to work in the future. Will it work exactly the same? No. No. Could work better, could work worse. But you can make a very strong prediction that it's going to work. So we can't, we can't use that excuse. Because all predictions are based off past results, past actions. But we don't know for sure. You're correct. We don't know for sure.